You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. All right, jumping into the podcast today, I am Pastor David. Super excited to be here. If you are new to the podcast, if you're hearing this on the radio, what we do is we read a chapter of the Bible at our houses the night before, and then the next day we come in, we read the chapter again, and we're in our Merritt Island location in our student recording studio, and we just talk about it. We talk about what God breathes and breath and spirit are the same word in Hebrew in the Old Testament. So we joked around and called it morning breath because God's going to breathe. And we're going to talk about, I'm joined today with Nikki Malika. She's incredible. She is the mezzanine young adult coordinator and does so much other stuff around the church. Just celebrated her second anniversary. No, first. First anniversary. First anniversary. Her first anniversary. And that's her, her wedding's one day away from mine and Nancy's. We celebrated our Tom anniversary, our 12th anniversary, because Tom Brady's number 12. And <laughs> so that's good, man. I'm excited you're on the show. Tell people how they can plug in and find more episodes and all the other jazz. Yeah, so you can find just about anything on our East Coast app or at eccc.us for info, events, past sermons, and morning breath episodes. You can even find East Coast Christian Center on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And if that's not enough, you can always call our offices at 321-452-1060, and we will email and mail you with more information about East Coast. Come on. That's good stuff right there. We have a big thing coming up, a little thing we like to call Easter. It's going to be amazing. Easter is April 17th. Mark your calendars. Join us for for celebration and worship of Jesus and the resurrection and everything that comes with that. If, if you are busy on Sunday the 17th, we are having a Saturday night service on the 16th. And you can jump in. It's the same as the Easter service the next day, just in case maybe you're busy on the day. We also have Kids Camp coming up June 6th through 10th, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's going to be at our Coco location. It's $99 for the first child and $75 every child after that. This is a incredible experience where they're going to be able to have fun, play games, do a lot of activities, and also be taught the Word of God and get to hear a gospel message every day. It's a great thing for kids to go to. Um, If you have any questions about any of these events or how to jump in or anything like that, check out our events page for more details and it'll be able to take care of you. It'll answer all your questions. So Nikki, you ready to jump into this chapter? Yep. All right. You're going to read first. And let's say, what do you, you're going to do 1 through 17, and I'll do yep. 18 to the end of the chapter. Then I say to you, read, ma'am. All right. This is Proverbs 15. It says, a, gent- a gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words makes tempers flare. The tongue of the wise makes knowledge appealing, but the mouth of a fool belches out foolishness. The Lord is watching everywhere, keeping his eye on both the evil and the good. Gentle words are a tree of life. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Only a fool despises a parent's discipline. Whoever learns from correction is wise. There is a treasure in the house of the godly, but the earnings of the wicked bring trouble. The lips of the wise give good advice, and the heart of a fool has none to give. The Lord detests the sacrifice of the wicked, but he delights in the prayers of the upright. The Lord detests the way of the wicked, but he loves those who pursue godliness. Whoever abandons the right path will be severely disciplined. Whoever hates correction will die. Even death and destruction hold no secrets from the Lord. How much more does he know the human heart? Mockers hate to be corrected so that so they stay away from the wise. A glad heart makes a happy face, and a broken heart crushes the spirit. A wise person is hungry for knowledge, while the fool feeds on trash. For the despondent every day brings trouble. For the happy heart, life is a continual feast. 
Better to have little with fear for the Lord than to have great treasure and inner turmoil. A bowl of vegetables with someone you love is better than steak with someone you hate. A hot-tempered person stirs up conflict, but the one who is patient calms a quarrel. The way of the sluggard is blocked with thorns, but the path of the upright is a highway. A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Folly brings joy to the one who has no sense, but whoever has understanding keeps a straight course. Plan Plans fail for lack of counsel. But with many advisors, they succeed. A person finds joy in giving an apt reply, and how good is a timely word. A, the path of life leads upward for the prudent to keep them from going down to the realm of the dead. The Lord tears, tears down the house of the proud, but he sets the widow's boundaries stones in place. The Lord detests the thoughts of the wicked, but gracious words are pure in his sight. The greedy brings ruin to their household, but... The one who hates bribes will live. The heart of the righteous weighs his answers, but the mouth of the wicked gushes evil. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. Light in a messenger's eyes brings joy to the heart, and good news gives health to the bones. Whoever heeds life-giving correction will be at home amongst the wise. Those who disregard discipline despise themselves, but the one who heeds correction gains understanding. Wisdom is... Wisdom's instruction is to fear the Lord, and humility comes before honor. Amen. Oh, right. Really emphasize sluggard in there. Uh, that's one of my favorite words and favorite verses and favorite pictorial references of the Holy Spirit to humanity. And you would never call any of your uh, employees sluggards, right? I take great pride in calling <laughs> many people as often as I can a sluggard. Like I joked around one time, I was like, if you like sleeping past seven a.m., like you're a sluggard. Mm-hmm. But obviously, if you're listening to this now, I'm not trying to heap condemnation on anybody. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, we're called to be up and at them and go get them. We're called to attack the day. But let's not start it off on such a yeah. negative connotation. <laughs> uh, Miss Malika, what jumped out to you? What what what, what did you see? What did you like? Talk. So to us. actually, when I I read this the first time, um, I did the study that Pastors Matt and Jessica preached on a couple weeks ago. If you haven't heard that, definitely check out our YouTube um, to listen to it. They did the study called Lexia Divina. um, And so it really helps me break down the Bible and really listen, reflect, read, slow it down and get to it. So one of the steps in um, that study is to read it slow um, and then what words stick out to you. And the word heart kept sticking out to me because a lot of this um, chapter is just kind of like, okay, we're angry, but it's best to not be that way. And um, a lot of it is just words like harsh words, harsh this. Um, And so I kept seeing that there was a uh, verses of like lips, your mouth, Mm -hmm. what comes out of you versus what's actually in your heart. So. For instance, Proverbs 15, 7 says, The lips of the wise give good advice, and the heart of a fool has none to give. And then there's another one that says, A glad heart makes a happy face, and a broken heart crushes the spirit. Um, and I think there's another one that says, The heart of the godly thinks carefully before speaking. The mouth of the wicked overflows with evil words. Um, so lots of the, the word heart just stood out to me a lot because when we're talking about this chapter, um, to me it just felt like you could – say all the right things right like you could make it sound so pretty and like you have it all there and you're not being harsh you're you're choosing your words wisely but if your heart isn't there 
then it really doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It's it's a heart change <clears throat> rather that's than good. whether just just making your words sound nice and. That's pretty. really good. I love it because it's too because like Solomon's writing here and he has a lot of perspective of the heart and. When we talked before, it was all like we were like, yeah, the heart is a big deal for this one. Um, like plans and paths and choices are a big deal for this one. The one I want to kind of like bring up here is folly brings joy to one who has no sense. Like that is such a thing that I wish I could like give to every like fourteen to like twenty eight year old. If you if if you're like, listen, I know you probably watch these shows where it's like there's these frat guys or sorority girls and they're going out and they're doing this crazy stuff or there's these guys in high school. I remember when I was a kid, that movie uh when I was in high school, Varsity Blues came out and we were like, Oh my gosh, that's what high school high school's supposed to look like. We're all supposed to be getting drunk and doing crazy stuff and laying in the road and like no, the Bible says folly brings story the one who has no sense. Like looking at what you do and say, Okay, listen Am I doing this just because it's wild and crazy and stupid? Well, that's it. It's like no, no. You have no sense. Then be careful what you what you're doing. Now, am I saying you're not to go out and have fun and not to be like wild? No, I'm not saying that at all. Not saying that at all. I've I've had matter of fact when since I've been saved, I've had some of the best experiences and best joy in my life. But you're also not called to waste your life away. Um, go just going out to bars, just going out to places, going to get drunk, and and you're feeling like, hey, this this you know this kind of action, this kind of stuff, man, it brings me joy. You know, well, it's a folly. You know, it's not really something that's adding, progressing, helping your life. And and one parameter I like to do, and this is a really strong mental kind of hack that that has really changed my life, is I wrote down words that define me, and if it doesn't advance me and one of those words whether it's disciple or pastor or husband or father or patriot or friend then and i have scriptures to back all those words well if it doesn't advance me then i have no vested interest in it right you see so i and and to me i kind of consider it a folly but it also keeps me continually having joy in my life even in struggles because I know one area of my life is getting stronger. So that's just something that stood out to me. What about you? I've talked way too long. Drop some wisdom. <laughs> Drop some wisdom on us. Well, like you were saying, a lot of this chapter just feels like there's uh, choices we can make. A lot of like you could either choose to be um, uh, harsh with your words. You could choose to get angry. You could choose to do this. Or you could choose to have life and be fruitful with your words and stuff like that. And so it was really challenging me, and I felt like as I was going through the chapter, I was like, I could do all these, right? Like, I'd rather be a cold-tempered person. I'd rather do this. But then we got to verse 17. Come on. And I have a friend who hates vegetables. Yes. <laughs> so I felt very challenged by this one. It says, a bowl of vegetables with someone you love is better than steak with someone you hate. I love steak. I love steak. And I felt very challenged. <laughs> My friend hates vegetables, so I feel like a bowl of vegetables with someone you love is better than steak with someone you hate. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that that sounds silly, but it really kind of puts it into perspective of like, if you really hate vegetables, it is better to eat a meal of vegetables and broccoli and carrots than to be with someone fine dining that you hate. Like, it's I know. a challenge. It really is. And we're not going to say who I know it that. sounds silly. I'm not yeah. even trying to we're, be silly. It's right. Just, we're not going to say who it is. true. But Allison goes me eating vegetables. <laughs> and uh, so moving right along. Like, and I, sweet potato <clears throat> is not a vegetable. <laughs> Man, um, one other thing that I, I really want to kind of point out here, too, is a wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish man despises his mother. And that is not actually being like paternally based, gender based on them. What Solomon's trying to say is, is that 
you have a generation of people that have walked the road before you, all right? And they actually know some of the adversities that you're going through and they actually know some of the struggles, the way you feel. And that's why I always like to tell some of the young adults, is get somebody in your life who is the next season in front of you. Get somebody in your life that is just distant enough to where you're friends, but you know, you also they also can help guide you through some of these tough areas. For me, um, I, I always look for recently married couples or or maybe like me, I'm I'm not necessarily pointing directly into like 13 year olds, 14 year olds anymore. But when I was younger I did. And this is a, a great thing to do. And also remember though that this mother and father figure are people that care about your story. Right. All right. He is not saying, listen here, you need to, you know, the wisdom a wise son brings to his father, which now that wise son he's saying is executing and carrying out and living these words that are in the scripture. That's the wise son. All right. But a foolish man despises his mother. It means he's forsaking these ways. These are people that care about that person. Don't just go to a person because they're older than you. All right. If they're not producing what you want to see in your life from their life, then don't do it. Just because they're older than you, they might be cool or something like that. Don't do it. Like, and I tell you what, I promise you this, and, I, and I'm saying this to every young one that's asked me to go to coffee with them. I don't have time. And do not be offended <laughs> when that person does not have time. All right. But instead, meet them where they're at. Because it, because they don't have time usually means they're successful, but it doesn't mean they don't care. Right. So, your wife actually, um, when you're talking about these people that are going before you <clears throat> and generations before, because you care about them, your wife actually has done that to me personally. Mm. She was the first person I actually heard that from. I was at TNT, which is our youth group. Um, they had camp, and she was on a panel, and she was like, "Surround yourself with people that you want to become." So, if you want to be a wife one day, surround yourself with godly wives. If you want to be a mom one day, surround yourself with godly mothers. And so ever since that camp that I went to, I took your wife Nancy's mm -hmm. advice and I started talking to Nancy. And mm -hmm. she's been a huge person in my life that has done that to me and, and supported me. And now I am one year into marriage getting to be the wife that I feel called to be because of her. Come and, on. and you guys just being before me and not, you know, I don't want to be like ever stubborn and being like, uh, you know better than I do or whatever, vice versa. Like even one of the verses is like, if you listen to constructive criticism, you'll be at home among the wise. Like I don't ever want to feel like a know-it-all or right. uh, whatever. Like I, it would be my greatest compliment for somebody to say that I am teachable and that oh, I, you are I can teachable. learn from people and rather than a know-it-all and stubborn and all of that. So, And that comes, I want to encourage that way too. And thank you so much for those sweet words. And I, I know Nancy's going to love hearing that because she listens to the show all the time. That uh, And we're incredibly proud of you. You and Liam are incredible and you pour into people's lives and, what we did was is that we got together and of those like kind of words that I described earlier of who we are with that mental with that mental shield they put around my heart, actually not so much my brain, is more of my heart, is we kind of asked ourselves what do we value most? And both her and I value being parents the most. But not just parents in the sense of parents to our biological kids and that's it. We both feel like we want to raise and parent a generation like i actually and she feels this way too we feel a bigger calling to the titles of, of father and mother than we do pastor and whatever so i want to encourage people as you read this stuff and you read these read these proverbs ask yourself too man what part of you is is god calling out in here you know 
Like, what, what, what is it? Because like a person finds joy in giving an apt reply, and how good is a timely word? You mm. see, that's all done because people are speaking from a point of of where their heart is positioned to be in the Lord. You know, people that are are um, tra- like, for lack of a better term, train wrecks. It's hard for them to give a timely word to people. It's hard for them to give an honest, grace filled truth apt reply but the person that's comfortable in their own skin because they realize their identity rests in jesus and not in them having to be somebody for somebody else or prove their worth to other people like you said that they are teachable like myself too it's like yeah just because i i I embrace this father like title i'm still only 41 i still have a ton to learn man I, i got two beautiful daughters Two biological beautiful daughters. I have many daughters that Nancy and I are, are, are raising up spiritually. But like, holy cow, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. Where when I go, when I grab my little daughter Briella, and I'm Briella, I love you so much. And then she looks me right in the eye in the eye and she goes, I hate you, Dad. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. So I throw her across the room. You're like a happy heart brings <laughs> joy. <laughs> but here's a good one. A hot tempered person. Here's where I need to grow. A hot-tempered person stirs up conflict, but the one who is patient calms a quarrel. How does yours say it? Uh, which one is Because there's... Uh, verses 18. Okay. I mean, he kicks the off first the first one. I was going to say, the first one's very... Mine says, a hot-tempered person starts fights, and a cool-tempered person stops them. Mm. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Man, like, like once again, like you said, Proverbs getting right to the heart and the intent of people. Like, what's your intent here? Is your intent to calm people down? You know, is your intent to, to um, be right? That's what I find right here when it's a, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Oftentimes, we mask that as Christians saying, I'm just going to say the truth. Well, first of all, you're probably just going to say your opinion. Right. Um, second of all, what's the end goal? Like, what is the end goal? Showing that you have the best idea? That's selfish. That's really selfish. The end goal needs to be, you know, if it's if you're in the secular world, whatever the goal is that you're trying to accomplish. And someone asked me before uh, in, inside of the building project of what we're doing, they were like, well, they, they were like, well, what should we do next? And we were painting. I said, we need to get paint on the walls. And they're like, well, how do you decide that? They were asking me, like, how do you decide that? I said, because when we're painting, the main goal is to get the paint on the walls. I said, if we were make, if we were running a business, my main goal would be to make money. If we're in a war, my main goal would be to defeat the enemy. Right. I was like, I know my main goal. Like, you need to know your main goals because it'll refocus your mind when it comes so you don't feel like you have to get the last word in. You're not insecure about your stancing. You're able to have a gentle answer to the person. We're able to say, hey, listen. I know you want to do this and we're going to do that, but we got to get some paint on the walls because by four o'clock we need to be washing these rollers out and packing stuff up and going home instead of being like, are you an idiot? That's not da da da. And like, but yeah, what do you think? Nikki? When I, I mean, when I read this, my, like we've said, it's my first year of marriage. I, if I've learned anything in my first year of marriage is that I am justice driven right. and my husband is grace driven. So when I read this, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of laughed because I, being justice, I feel like sometimes I have to ask myself, like, though my intents are great of like, I want to do what's right, because that's what to me what justice kind of means is like, what is right, what is correct. 
but how I do it makes all of the difference. And so um, having a husband who is so grace driven um, <laughs> has really helped me with that because I can get so caught up and wrapped in. And really what it comes down to is just, is just exactly like what you're saying is like, what is my motive? Because I have the opportunity, I have the choice to believe the best in somebody, to encourage them to what it is and actually take the time to sit back and go, what, what do you, what is, what is actually causing your anger? What is um, really what we're trying to find the root of mm-hmm. rather than and coming at it with a cool tempered rather than going like, well, I'm justice and like, mm-hmm. I will win and I, I will get the right. Like my husband, Liam really helps me a lot being a cool tempered person and going, Hey, did we ever think that this person might be going through blah, 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 or, you know, fill in the blank situation if, you know, like you're saying with building the building and mm-hmm. painting the walls, like, did we ever think that maybe he's never done that before or, right. you know, whatever. So, um, that's kind of what stood out to me of just, I, I can, I know being justice driven can sometimes I can be hot tempered. It's crazy too, because Nancy's justice driven and I'm very grace driven, but I'm hot tempered. So it's like, Opposites I it's a trap, <laughs> but I'm also like, I'm also like, Oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. Let's show them grace. And I, I understand. She's like, but you're yelling at everybody. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm it's like, called balance. I'm like, I'm an eight. I'm not yelling. I'm just speaking very intensely. Right. Like, uh, a soothing tongue is a tree of life, but a reverse tongue crushes the spirit. At the end of the day, whether it's your friend, whether it's your child, whether it's a coworker, you don't want to crush another person's spirit. Mm-mm. You know, I don't care what your goal is. You know, and walk away there. And, and you know, I've been on the receiving end of this. I've been on the giving end of this. And w- when you walk away, you want to walk away having added value to the person's moment. Um, I, I work a lot with leadership. Leadership is one of my favorite things to study and, and carry out in life. And I can tell you right now, 99.9% of the time, if you walk away crushing people's spirits, you are not going to have an effective team or you're not going to have an effective outcome of what you're trying to do. I know you might feel like you were that firm leader that was this and that. And it's like, mm, I don't know about all that sometimes. I don't know if that's maybe as beneficial as it is to be like, like Nikki was saying, being understanding of the scenarios that's going on. So that's kind of one of the ones that I really liked too. Yeah. With that one too, I, I also never want to be giving into the enemy because that's what he wants is division. Um, Mm. If you choose to believe the best and, and not have to, you know, whatever um, the amount of stuff that you can do when you're unified together, Mm. um, when brothers and sisters stand together and understand and give grace and um, are cool tempered, you can do the works of the Lord together exceedingly and abundantly. Like, it's amazing. And so I always never want to give the enemy any credit. I don't ever want to let him divide anybody. I don't ever want him to cause strife or um, any of that stuff. So I'm always going to choose to do my best to be a cool tempered person that yeah. stops them and wise with my words and calm, calm, cool and collected. And honestly, this isn't something you can practice. It's a mindset you have to have. And really it's the mindset that Paul writes about in Philippians too, where like literally for like three months, I read Philippians 2 every single day. And it's just about humbling yourself mm-hmm. about, about don't think about yourself greater than other people. And you'll see it start to flow from that position. Well, we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to close out. Nikki will close us out with the final thought. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. 
We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, Nikki, take it away. All right, so like I said, when we're reading this chapter, it's a lot about the paths that we have and choices that we can make. But when you sit back and look at the chapter and you go, okay, I see choices, but 
it's not so easy to make those choices. Um, I'll never forget there was one time that I was dealing with um, a very difficult person and all I wanted was an apology. Um, and I knew I wasn't going to get one. And my friend, same one who hates vegetables, Allison, um, she said to me when I was dealing with this difficult person, she was saying, what do you want from this person? And I said, you know, I want an apology and I, I will feel satisfied when I have an apology. And she's like, you're not going to get it. So what are you going to do about it? And that has stuck with me for years. I mean, she probably said that like six years ago, because in that moment I had the choice, I had the opportunity to make, am I going to sit back and just wait for this person's apology that I will probably never get and let it stir up strife and bitterness and hurt and um, hurt me a lot? Or I can go, you know what? I forgive that person without even an apology. Um, so I always, I always look at that perspective when I'm dealing with that and trying to make a choice of I have the choice to Come make home. to make that's good that's really good well I'll tell you what choices plans counsel wisdom reverence for for the for the prior generation uh, Solomon's just dropping a ton of wisdom out here in Proverbs 15 so that was the program guys thanks Nikki incredible yep. job <laughs> love doing it we'll see you guys on the next episode we hope you enjoyed today's episode of the morning breath podcast if you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.